This week on Bookpile Banter, Amberly, Sarah, and Kim obsess over character height. Listener discretion is advised. Mature content is included. Welcome to Bookpile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim, and today we are going to discuss From Blood and Ash, which is by Jennifer L. Armentrout and was published in 2020 by Blue Box Press, which this is a new imprint that was established as of January 2020. So just a few months before this published, which focuses specifically in aiding marketing in the romance genre for authors. So they don't do editing, but they do specifically do marketing for uh, authors. And then it is a subset of Evil Eye Concepts Incorporated. And specifically, Blue Box Press handles their full-length novels. And then as a plot kind of synopsis, Poppy was born to be the maiden and it requires solitude and isolation from the rest of the world. She's been led to believe she must live this life for the sake of the ascension. However, she struggles to accept this life and bucks against the expectations. All she desires is to fight the craven that killed her parents as a child. Meanwhile, a new guard is assigned to her, Hawk, who she nearly gave up all maidenhood for. So... <laughs> You made a, a face there. She nearly gave up? <laughs> I meant towards the beginning there. She nearly gave up. Listen. Yeah, she was begging for it by the end. So, you know. Uh, so I guess that's a good place to start then. How, like, how many times did you guys notice sexual things in this book? Like, did you keep a tally? I didn't keep a tally, but... I was expecting it much sooner mm -hmm. because you were talking about keeping a tally. Um, but then once, you know, it started going, I was, <laughs> yeah, we'll discuss. She made flipping through page motions. Yeah, sorry. I was, I that. was, I was powering through those pages. I, I didn't read them overly <laughs> in detail, but. We'll really? Just... Really? The snow scene didn't do it for you? Christ, who is going to have sex in the snow? <laughs> I am sorry. No. Maybe some people like it. After oh. such a harrowing moment. Too. I know. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> might as well. Uh, no kidding. You know, the situation just calls for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the door was, what, a foot away. You couldn't have just gone back inside. No, no, no. They were driven by the blood. <sighs> Whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. It, so Kim did not enjoy the snow scene. The no. snow scenes. Uh, what about you, Sarah? What, how much did you notice it? Did it bother you um, at all? My sexy tally, I had seven down. Um, oh, I did too. Oh, okay. Well then. Then there were probably seven. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> but like three of it was like in the very beginning, just like references to stuff that was yeah. happening. Nothing explicit. So I was like, I don't know if this counts. And then other times my definition got a little bit like, uh, it kind of changed depending on what I was feeling in the moment. Um, but yeah, I ended up on seven. Oh, see, I have mine as done as mundane, mild, and explicit. And I have two mundane, so I think that was, like, when she was in his lap kissing him and stuff. Like, it didn't really... Oh. If they were just, like, kissing, I didn't count it. Oh, there were a few times where we got, like, gropey, so I counted it. Like, if they um, talked about breasts, nipples... Yeah, well, those uh, those came you know, up, yeah. Talks and stuff. Then. <laughs> and then for mild, I had five. I never thought anything got, like, super explicit. No. 
Um, but yeah, I think about five of the scenes were mild. Like, it was clearly sexual content, but we're not talking, like, erotica, porno-level oh, no. description. Which is what I was expecting. <laughs> I didn't actually skip, like, any part of this book. Like, really? I, I read all the way through. Like, oh, wow. I know with Court of whatever that book. Uh, uh, yeah, the Silver Flames, flames or whatever. Yeah, yeah I know there's a lot of skipping in that one. But, yeah, <laughs> well, that, I, that one had, had stuff that I would consider explicit. Like, there were probably a couple. one of these? No, 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 no. no, no. It's another series. Yeah, <laughs> that's here. That book, and it's that book specifically. They definitely we went from like potentially young adult up to that like whole full blown adult. <laughs> that is an yeah, adult read now. <laughs> like the last book of Avatar, or not even the last one, because I think that one would count as the last one. But uh, yeah, with Resand and Vera. Yeah, with the the, the trilogy. Yeah, yeah the no, cabin. the cabin wasn't the last one. That was the second to last one. Whatevs. At that point, that's when it was, like, getting too much for me. And then, you know, Nesta comes in. It <laughs> just blows it all wow. away. Okay. <laughs> but that is not the book we we're discussing today. This is true. This is, that is a true statement. <laughs> we're discussing From Blood and Ash. So, what did you guys think of Poppy? Oh, Penelope. Why is that even a name? <laughs> that was my first thought, I think, about this character was... Why is that a name? It's like Victor. And, like, other slightly misspelled normal human names. And then there's Penelope. Yeah. Why? Why? Why not Penelope? Or Daphne? Penelope. Because she's named after a goddess, and we need to indicate that the goddesses have special names. Yes, that that is true. (laughs) I'm not sure if that would be relevant at any point in the story, but... It's a trope in writing, though, so... Yeah, so... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then Hawk, who, you know, has the most obvious pseudonym... Pseudonym in, in and world? 15, 15 names. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but Hawk Castile, Castile, Denier, uh, Cass, <laughs> the Dark One, the Dark One, the Prince, the Prince. <laughs> it, it went on and on. Yeah. So many honorifics. Someone's got to keep track of all that. What was the original question? Oh, what you guys thought about Poppy? Oh, yes. Ah. Uh, I liked her. Okay. I thought she was realistically done, more or less. I don't, you know, know how often it is that people want to jump people like she did, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you've been secluded your entire life and are desperate for sexual interaction, maybe you want to jump everyone you come across. She's desperate for any interaction. She's just at an age where it's it's manifesting as uh, (laughs) a sexual need everywhere. I mean, I I think she'd have jumped a statue had it had the right parts. (laughs) Um, but yeah, she, she was pretty desperate. I actually kind of liked her. I thought she, I thought she was pretty well written. Um, not your typical kick-ass female that you get in a lot of, a lot of these type of books. I like that. Like she knew how to fight, but it was established why she knew how to fight. And she still wasn't like amazing. Like she got bested like every time, but you know. Yeah. Well, and, and I liked the fact that she asks, it, like, it's an ongoing joke, and you guys will understand it. She asks questions all the time. And it's nice yeah. that it's a main character who isn't like, oh, yeah, you're just telling me this, and now I get it. It's like, wait, no, but what? But why? why? But how? Why? Yeah. What does that mean? And it's like, oh, thank you. I mean, obviously, it's being used as, like, some weird, like, info dump for us by having her ask the questions. It allows the author to give us that information rather than trying to find another way to give it to us. 
But, I mean, that's better than just, like, sometimes when they have info dumps, like, well, yeah. like the, pages I think in the it beginning was of the, the book. last book we did, or the one before, I don't know. Ravenous Dark? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 where it was just constant <laughs> info dump. Yeah. And, and or was this no one. genie? No, 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 it was, it was in the Ravenous Dark. Oh, you guys the yeah. actual last book. book with, yeah, yeah, the last yeah, one no, was... In the yeah. Ravenous Dark. Yeah. yeah. I say the last one because I actually started listening to the podcast. The episode on that is, yeah, is, is so that, where she's in at. In my brain, it's the last one. But anyway, but yeah, it... I, I thought the info dumps were not well, were handled well. However, the lack of um, coherent communication between the two main characters—I just wanted to punch everybody. It, it's, between Hawk and yeah, and, and, and Poppy. And Poppy. It was just like if one of you would finish a sentence, <laughs> yeah. uh, we might actually know what the hell is going on. Well, too busy but, hiding who they are from each other. Exactly, and yet full on groping each other nonstop. So, yeah. well, okay. So this is. 110% enemies to lovers trope. Yeah. They, they are so meant to be enemies, fighting, 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 and then suddenly lovers. Except and then back the to enemies of, at the end. For, because of the beginning scene, they they almost started as lovers. To yeah, enemies to lovers. To enemies. For most of it, because Hawk was her bodyguard, it's not really on the opposite side of her. Only near the end is yeah. where it's like, so I hope that gets played with more, and I assume that it will in the following books, <laughs> that that won't be immediately resolved. Um, but, so I did like it. I just didn't think it was super enemies to lovers. No. Until the snow scene. That was like literally enemies (laughs) to lovers. That was, that was awesome. Because, I mean, she literally stabbed Stabbed him him in in the the heart. heart. And ran. (laughs) I mean, she, she, Poppy, she, you know. She is worth respecting. Aggressive little, yeah. Which he yeah. points out to her. You are quite vicious. Violent, violent. violent. Yeah, so violent. Yes, and he loves it. Yeah. And I think that's the nice thing is it's not. Oh, you shouldn't be violent. He loves that she is violent. Yeah, like he, like that seems to turn him on massively. That she is is like. I'm going to stab you. And he's like, yes, please. And it's like, um, can we all leave the room before the stabbing begins? (laughs) So, so what did you guys think of Hawk then? He bothered me because he was perfect. (laughs) And I get tired of the massively tall, wavy haired, beautiful eyed man. I get tired of it. And, and so he, and did he do anything wrong? You know, he, he, he made all the perfect decisions. He ended up in all the perfect places. He was always there. I mean, we do kind of find out why in the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did kind of like orchestrate the deaths of a lot of people she knew. <laughs> but, yeah, when you find out why, it all makes you know, at the time, it's kind of like, oh, of course, Hawk's gonna magically show up when you when she needs him, and yeah. then you get to the end and you go, okay, he didn't magically show up. He he's an enhanced human being or and, being and, who and stalking is, her and stalking her everywhere she goes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he just came across as a little too perfect for me. But I'm sorry about the. The, oh, it's making my eyes water. I know. <laughs> We're I cooking mean, chicken, yeah, and, and chicken our and our oven like, needs to be cleaned, yeah, so it's a so bit smoky it's a in here. Smoky in here. Um, but he just came across as a little too perfect to me. But yes. That's, I mean. However, what I do like, and I don't know if you guys picked up on it, Poppy is supposed to be mid to plus sized. She's supposed to not be the typical thin, tiny, 
Really? Yeah, she makes comments on it, and I, I know I know in the future books there's a line that talks about chocolate, but she talks about how much she loves cheese. She talks about how she doesn't look as thin as the other um, people in the castle and stuff. It, it's subtle, but she is actually designed to be not, like, stick-thin tiny. She's supposed to be a more plus-sized I, I hero, heroine. I get that at all. I don't think it's as overt as maybe the author intended it to be, and I think at times our brains are just media tells us that we should just assume that people are thin. Um, so I think well, those... I mean, all of the references that I remember about her body focused on the scarves. Yeah. And so that's why I didn't get it at all. I, yeah. I didn't picture her as plus size or or smaller size. Yeah. Um, however, we'll discuss that in a little bit because I do have issues with... with yeah. Part of the writing in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that she, that's... Yeah, she's supposed to be about mid-size to plus-size. I think the author's come out and said sh- that she envisions her as plus-size. Um, and so it's kind of nice when you then think about Hawk and how perfect he is. I think the emphasis on his perfection is that he, who appears to be completely perfect, although is violent as all get out, um, and clearly has some mental concerns, um, <laughs> is... All the best men do. <laughs> I wonder what Sarah's type is. <laughs> um, but I think it's supposed to emphasize the fact that he accepts her as is and that she is capable of having someone that, I put quotations, perfect. So I had issues with every time he was focusing in on how perfect she was, I kept envisioning that freaking scene in Twilight when she walks in the room and her smell is wafted across the room and he's like, so, you know what I'm talking about? No, no. In Twilight, she has an odor that he's attracted to and that I kept... Going to that uh, is that he. I've has never read or watched Twilight. I have no oh, context for this. No. <laughs> you, that, there have is you that one. Or, I or have seen read it. it. Okay, so there is the scene. Yeah, I know. She walks, she in walks into the classroom, and, the science classroom. And he wants to eat her, but is also sexually attracted. Yeah, to and, and, and as she <laughs> walks in, the wind blows behind her, and, and her scent is sent across the room. And because he wants to suck her blood and is sexually attracted to her at the same time due to her odor he looks away and she's so offended and this came across in this book heavy to me there was a lot of and it's probably the vampire thing and and all of that but yeah there were several times i expected him to glitter i expected <laughs> i expected her to have an odor and then the the honeysuckle thing kept, or not honeydew honeydew honey thing kept coming up and i'm just like oh this is a little too twilighty for me. But. Did he ever reference like that she smelt good? Well, of he did. The vampire thing wasn't really talked about no. too much since we don't know he's a. We don't know. Okay, a, so to clarify, because technically there are vampires in this, and then he's the an Atlantean. Atlantean. They don't really but, drink blood. Well, they do, but they, they drink can. from each other. Yeah, they, don't they don't drink, drink from uh, from humans. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So that's that's a thing I forgot. Yeah. So, but he does refer to the honeydew and the fact that her lady parts, lady parts. What do we want to call them? Her crotch, her whatever, <laughs> smells <laughs> like honeydew. And he. I don't does think it was just smell. I think he implied it tasted, it tasted like that like too. It too. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I did you I, say how, how, no, or what? No, what? Agreed, agreed. <laughs> Honeydew isn't my favorite flavor on the planet. So um, yeah, it's just weird when they like any book if they describe someone smelling like flowers. Or, I know. It's like no, they smell like flesh. Yeah, they are made of meat. They don't smell magically of jasmine and honeysuckle. <laughs> they smell like whatever perfume they're wearing. Yep. Stop yep. pretending that humans smell good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah, that that was a little twilighty for me, but um, you've got to stop or I'll apologize every time you do it. <laughs> I have to cook dinner. It's just a given. Oh. I can turn on the no no. It'll just no. It's, a fine, bunch it's, of fine. Noise. it's okay. fine. It's fine. Nothing like heavy. <laughs> Yeah, it's like looking into. I know. I'll clean it. I'll clean. I'll clean the oven. (laughs) Okay, focusing back on what we're discussing, though. Um, (laughs) just like, well, we were discussing Hawk. Oh yeah, and his obsession with honeydew. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what did you guys think about the fact that the the Atlantean twist? Like, did you expect him to be Atlantean? Yes. Yes. Okay. Did you expect Atlanteans to be like vampire esque? Yes. Well, you said there were vampires in the book. Well, yeah, I warned you because last time you got mad that it turned out there was vampires. Yes, so but there were a lot of problems with that book. So it was really just... So the vampires in this straw. didn't bother you? Well, no, because, yeah, like, it did help that I was going in expecting it. Um, well, see, the first time I read it, I wasn't expecting it because I was thinking Atlanteans and totally picturing Aquaman. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which and then, and then, And then they were vampires. I was like, oh, my God, of course. And it, like, blew my mind the first time I read it because I, I was like, oh, my God. I, I was expecting Aquaman and you you gave me vampires. It was an interesting twist. Could have been both, but it didn't go that route. Yeah. It could have been both. <laughs> that would have been weird. Um, so yeah. what did you guys think of... Let me think here. I'm trying to think of what other characters we can discuss. Victor. Victor. Victor was a character. Uh, sorry, it's been a week, so. And I've read, like, several books. <laughs> so he's the guy who yeah, he is her guard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if he wasn't. I My thought was he might have been actually kind of underhanded. I think he really cared about her, but I think he knew where she was going and what was going to happen to her. And I think he was ready to serve her up. Yeah, I, well, okay. First, I was sad when Victor died. It was a good scene. Yeah, I wasn't sure if Victor or Tawny was going to die, but then I was like, oh, Tawny's probably going to come back later as like a vampire or something. (laughs) Um, She's still up for it. Or ascended. Yeah. Is that not the same thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Sorry, I got a little confused when he explained all that. He gave, that was a huge information dump. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Ascended and vampirism is the same thing in this. Yeah, Yeah. Um, she's on track to be ascended. It's just, the Atlanteans refer to the ascended as vampires the ascended refer to themselves as ascended um okay i I got a question vampires yeah it's v-a-m-p-r-y-s wouldn't that be vampires it might be vampires yeah yeah i was just curious because i kept saying vampires but the word wasn't even if you swap the i for a y um which is fine because you want to make you know your spelling cool um (laughs) it it wasn't translating straight vampire yeah. The way it's spelled, so. Yeah. I still read it as vampire. Yeah. 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 But anyway. But yeah, so the Ascended and the Vampires. I'm going to say vampires just because my That's brain's fine. not yep. going to allow me to glitch that. Um, are one and the same. 
And I don't know that Victor was going to allow her to be ascended. I don't know how much he knew what the ascended actually were. I mean, for me, I got the feeling that he didn't know. Yeah. Like, that he was totally sold on this culture where they get ascended, it's a really high honor. Who knows what happens to all those kids who disappear? Sure is a shame, but, you know, I'm sure they're having a great time in the temple. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, that was weird. <laughs> I was like, God, I hope they explained that. And they did. I was like, oh, it's exactly what I was afraid of. Yep. yep. Those... Yeah, I don't I don't know that Victor would have just like if he knew and was given the choice, I don't know that he would have like just been like, No, you have to do this, Poppy. I, I think he might have tried to help her escape and, and I mean he would have died immediately, but yeah, I do think that he yeah. genuinely cared for her. And again, I didn't get the sense that he was malicious. Aware. Yeah, malicious <laughs> or aware of what was really going on. Although it is strange that it's only been a hun- couple hundred years, and no one knows the history of what happened. Well, I mean, think about any a third world country, or... Look at our own country, and how quickly the last hundred years of history gets warped and yeah, misconstrued, and there are populations I, I that I don't understand. The, the, the closest correlation you can make to real history is the fact that there are actually people out there who believe the Holocaust didn't happen. There are people who yeah, genuinely really believe there. it didn't happen. And I mean, I guess these mortals aren't either. It, well, yeah, and the yeah. mortals weren't. The Ascended just came in and took over them and suppressed them. I could believe but that. It's like everyone in the kingdom would have been descended from these people who saw this happen, who were oppressed, who got trapped and left behind from, by the Atlanteans. History, <laughs> history is written by the, the victim. I know, but like they have to annihilate everyone to keep them from spreading stories among themselves. Well, I mean, the, when you're feeding off of the people who are spreading the stories. And you're allowing the firstborn to continue on. It, it, this, the, what, it, it's the second and third and fourth that are sent to the temple. Yeah. So only the firstborn yeah, are allowed to continue. The fifth or the sixth, do they just keep going to the temple? Yeah, they, I think the implication is no one was having more children than four, but the third and the fourth were sent um this uh, yeah because first takes over you know whatever yeah yeah second ascends, ascends yeah and then third and fourth oh, okay the second ascends okay. yeah yeah but yeah no i i think it was i think the implication is that there's enough control in the situation plus you have to remember the other thing is that the craven were then roaming between different settlements so it wasn't like people could communicate between the settlements in the kingdom without risking Adverse effects trying to travel where they could Plus die. We're talking about religious That's fervor, true. so I mean, yeah. yeah and massive. I was going to say it's weird that no one thought of this, but then I was like, oh, but there are the dissenters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Also, though, if every second child is ascending, there must be a ton of vampires at this point. Like, where are they keeping all of them? Because it's like they're lords. But except for they them. talk about not everyone ascends. There, there's because she kept talking about. You no, either ascend said, or you die, and I think there's a process in but I whatever. This, she said weird that there times. was only one person that she knows of that didn't ascend, and then they don't know what happened to them. Yeah, I think. Okay, well, okay. No, what I, think, I know, and then there's what's in the book. Okay, and okay. So, yeah. so let me say what I think. <laughs> yeah, I think when she says there's only one person that she knows of that doesn't ascend, I think she means more. She there's only one maiden, but there's only one maiden that has ever existed. That they have a reference. So it's like, it's weird that she would say... Right. I guess I can see how she might be referring to that. I was going to say, a, a lot of her is 
um, unreliable narrator. Yeah. She yeah. just doesn't know. She has been completely... Um, oh my god, you guys, it's not oh that bad. Yeah, my eyes are watering. <laughs> I know, I can see your eyes. <laughs> it's not that bad and I have to make dinner. I'm sorry. Um, but no, I, I think, you know, that's unreliable narrator. Yeah. But I definitely got the impression that not everyone was successful in the ascension process. Um, and so... And maybe we'll find out later. Only Amberly knows. Only I know. <laughs> it just, These two don't no know. Else, no one else seemed worried about it except her. So it was like, if there was a chance of failure, I feel like there'd be more hesitancy. Except for the fact that these are people who are just trying to survive. The implication is it's very much a third world country. And, I mean, they don't have plumbing. They don't I have... I wouldn't even call it a third world country. I yeah. would call it a post-war country. Society. They, they don't... They Some people are blessed with electricity. Not even everyone has electricity. Yeah. That's um, mentioned somewhere in the book very specifically. I didn't know there was electricity. Okay. Yeah, only, only the Ascended have electricity. Wait, they have gun- no, they don't have guns. No. No. Okay. no, they have bow and they have a crossbow. Yeah. Because and she was amazed by the crossbow. Yeah, she hadn't so, seen a crossbow before. So I'm thinking the Atlanteans have crossbows and yeah. they're still in swords and daggers. Atlanteans would do better if they had like assault rifles, but well, Atlanteans would do better if they would come out of their little hidden, hidden kingdom and quit letting everybody dictate the, their uh, their story. But, you know. Those darn vampires are making so many cravings, but I guess we'll just sit in the mountains here. <laughs> okay, so then I guess the other the other group that we should talk about is the Wolven. Oh yeah, I forgot about them. <laughs> but they are characters that exist. Why do they have blue eyes? Wolves don't have blue eyes. I don't know. Because it's weird. anytime you like write this sh- kind of story, you have to write unique things. But a lot of writers focus on the eyes. What's her name in Twilight made him sparkle in the frickin' sun, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. If anybody wonders, I hate Twilight. Um, I literally only made it like 10 pages into that book before I almost threw it across the room. So did you ever finish it? No, no I only watched the movies. Oh, so you've seen And I only watched the movies because I had... Does that uh, mean well, you know what happens? Yes. Oh, okay. So. Yes. I, I know the story. I mean, I know the basics of the story because pop culture insists on everyone yeah, know yeah. what it is. But, yeah, but. so I uh, I can't remember what I was saying. But we're talking about. about the Wolven in this. Oh, I like the Wolven. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, Did you guys like Kyrian? And I was like, they're not fucking excited. I like Kyrian. I love Kyrian. Kyrian? something dark on your chin there. That right I, there? No, it's like oh your dirt. Oh my god, why are you doing this? <laughs> you me all self-conscious now. People are going to be able to see. I might have a zit. Yeah, I don't even know. No, no, it's like a black soot. It, yeah. it's, it's like black soot. Well, I am cooking in an ashen <laughs> oven, so, you know. <laughs> We've already determined Sorry. that. Anyway, so Kieran, so you guys like Kieran? Yes. Yeah, I like Kieran. Do you hope there's more of him in the, in the future books? I yes. Mean, yeah, I guess. I liked the two... Um, the Wolven and the uh, Atlantean that protected her when they were in the, oh, yeah. in the cell. What's so Dolan, Dolan, Dol- uh, D- uh, D- Delano, Delano, and then the my other favorite. One. Oh, okay, so Delano. He, he was Wolven, right? Yes, yes, he was Wolven, and Nara was the Atlantean. Okay. One of them was a white wolf, wasn't he? That That's was Delano. Delano, okay. yeah. So I assume he either comes up again in later books, or you just really since you like love the him, he, <laughs> I was gonna say he wasn't in this enough for you. to Oh no, no, him. I read this the first time and I loved him. Okay, because I, mean, I, I liked him. I was like, this guy's cool. I, yeah, remember, I fall for the secondary random That's characters true. and That's they true. become That's my true. favorite. <laughs> and I liked Delano because you get to the point where she's trapped and he comes and saves her. Yeah, and every time she's in danger, he starts showing up. Right, and I think that's important. Yeah. 
Whether you guys notice that or agree. No, no, no. I, I saw it. I, I liked his character. Particularly because we were told in this book that, that Atlanteans and Wolven will bond. Yeah. And then he keeps showing up to save her. No, Kieran's Wolven. Oh, is that a spoiler? No, it's not. Oh, okay. It's not. No. Um, yeah, Kieran's yeah. Wolven. And so he's... He, he is clearly bonded to, what to are we Hawk. calling him? Castile. Castile. The prince, dark one. <laughs> Hawk. Hawk. <laughs> Castile De Niro. The prince. I think it was De Niro, but... De Niro, sorry. De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> he is the son of Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did like the Wolven, like, as soon as they showed up. Yep. Um, I wasn't like, surprised that they showed up. I, yeah, I, I didn't even it's occur to me that they were... that it took them that long to Yeah, show up. that they were not actually extinct. I was just like, really? Really? I did forget, because this was my third time reading this, because I really like these books. I had forgotten that Karen shows up so early in the story and then just, like, disappears for... Does he show up really? Yeah, like literally in like the second or third chapter, he's the one knocking on the door that disrupts them. Oh, right, like right, right, right. Their, their, hanky first panky. Attempt, their first attempt at sexy times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hanky panky. He came and knocked because okay, he needed actually, uh, yeah. I mean, to come take care of something. No, she doesn't no. see him. Description other than a male voice. Or yeah, yeah. And then there's Jericho, fucking Jericho. <sighs> Is yeah. he the one that killed Rylan? Rylan was another character I liked. Rylan. The guard. Rylan was the guard that had to die so that Hawk could replace him. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked Rylan. Rylan was sweet. I liked Rylan with Poppy because it would be like they clearly were friends. Yeah. And Jericho is the one who comes and um, tries to take her and then uh, gets impaled on the castle wall when he leads a rebellion to try and take her again. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's dead at this point, or is he still alive? He's no, he's, alive. well, he's still alive because he was still moving while he was on the yeah, wall. Yeah, and I remember yeah. he was so, like, I'll kill him when yeah. I need to or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember if he actually... So, it, there, I guess, you know, all-knowing Amber knows whether he... <laughs> I can't remember, back. actually. <laughs> when he does come back, he does not play a major a role. Major yeah. role. <laughs> okay, Fine. even I'm starting to be affected by this. Good God. <laughs> It's raining ash in here. <laughs> it's not that bad. For blood and ash, people. <laughs> <laughs> need some blood. Oh God! I can turn on the fan and we can see how much it. I mean, because you'll be able to see, right? Yeah. Do you want to try? I'll pause it real quick. Okay, please. Are back to recording. We we made the great escape from the room that we were recording in due to smoky chicken. <laughs> It's not the chicken. Is it's it smoked the... chicken or no? Well, I mean, no. now it's gonna be smoked chicken. No, it's not smoked. The stuff on the bottom <laughs> of the oven is burning off. I have a pastry daughter who likes to cook things in there, and they often overflow. <laughs> Oddly enough, I think it's most often lasagna. <laughs> Had well, she wrote, made something recently that like. Yeah. Anyways, so we were discussing the Wolven. Yeah. We had just talked about Jericho and whether or not he was coming back, and I did not give you guys a definitive answer because, right? You know, no, Jericho was an idiot. <laughs> I, I I find it very interesting that, and and I, hopefully we find out m- more. I would like to know about the dynamics of the Atlanteans. Just because, I mean, he's he has a prince telling him what he's supposed to do and not supposed to do, and yet he doesn't follow 
the prince's uh, orders very well, you know? Yeah, it was... Yeah, he's pretty easy on the insubordination. Though. Yeah, just yeah. Like, he's... I don't want to do that. Fuck <laughs> off, Hawk. Sorry, Castillo, yes. Prince, Your Majesty, Your Highness. I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that that's the only thing about Jericho. I was like, and, and a lot of people in that little town that they were in, wherever they were at, um, seemed to be really quite willing to rebel well i mean keep in mind that half of that town weren't actually they were dissenters but that doesn't mean that they were atlanteans or right. from that kingdom right. they, <laughs> um so <laughs> you know of having a bangle <laughs> so they weren't necessarily feel they didn't necessarily feel obliged to adhere to castile's authority did they know who he was? Yeah, because because like I mean, they might not know him or be Atlanteans, for, but if he is a prince in charge of like a it, country, when they rode into the town, she went through. She being the writer, because I like to talk about the writers, um, went through a lot of detail. The kids were running out of the out mm. in the streets, waving, alerting each other that that they had arrived. And yeah. So it was clear that to me that everybody knew who he was. Yeah. And he was working really hard to make sure nobody referred to him by his name. Yeah. Or any version thereof. <laughs> Aside from Hawk. Yeah. Um I mean this is one of those things I can't make a comment. Okay. Well I'll we'll leave it at that. Um I was surprised and I don't know if I should have picked up on it sooner, but I was surprised he's actually the second born. He's not, if, if they're following typical lineage type crap, he's not the heir to the, to the Atlantean throne. He, his brother is, is the heir to the throne. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Yeah. It is what if they said alive. in the book. If he's alive. If yeah. he's alive. Yeah. We get to learn about that more yeah. in the next book. I mean, I that would come up again at some point. I'm doing yeah. finger guns at the moment that you guys can't see at them going like, oh, you, you'll, you'll find out. Um, and yet we're not reading this book next. Well, in terms of episodes coming out, we I are. Know, I know. <laughs> You're ruining the magic. <sighs> Sorry. Destroying the mystique. Soon people will think we actually, you know, record weeks in advance as opposed to, like, minutes away <laughs> beforehand. It's the day before. No editing. Everything's perfect. What day, what day is this um, being posted? I have no idea. I mean, obviously today. September because, yeah, 7th. Okay, Oh, it's so. September 7th. Oh, man. Good. It's the future. Glad August is that's, done that's... <laughs> Am I going to be here September 7th? I hope so. Oh, that's a Tuesday. Tuesday. You'll be yeah. here, yeah. I'll be here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. But, yeah. <laughs> It's always on a Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know if you meant like physically or just in general. I I, I meant in the future. <laughs> Weird conversation. Okay. Um. All right. So, what did you guys think about the Duke and that situation and the Lord? It felt so gratuitous to me. And and that's where I'm going to get into. And and I'm kind of hinting at this. With Hawk, this this book had strong vibes on very many levels for me, and 
you could probably guess where I'm going with this. This had strong Outlander vibes for me. Oh yeah, I can see. I like. I didn't see it before now, yeah. but now I can. Yeah, yeah I can this see where you were getting that from. Because I mean, Hawk is. I mean, could be the he's the dark haired Jamie, um, in every way, shape, and form. He's the perfect fighter. He's the perfect everything, and he's gorgeous to look at. And oh, take off his clothes, and he's even better. Because you, then you can see the the perfect, Sarah's rolling her I mean, eyes. What else is he going to be like? A writhing mass of tentacles underneath his clothing? <laughs> okay, I accidentally pressed a button. <laughs> I'm not against writhing tentacles. Uh, you're that a would tentacle get weird. Person, really? This I'm learning something new about my daughter. No, you I'm more like, like I'd be curious. No, 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 no. It would be different. I'm always curious about literature that is different, books okay, that are okay, different. Okay, okay, okay. It just starts um, up as like a normal romance, and then it's only as tentacles. No, but but you understand. I don't know. Yeah. Do, you don't do Outlander, do you? I, I, I don't. I'm lost. Okay. Although I will say, Hawk is like a very stereotypical like character in this kind of book. So yeah. like he felt like he felt like Rhysand to me, kind of, except maybe slightly. Gruffer and yeah. violent. Yeah, more violent, more. Gruff. I feel like if you'd taken Cassian, Azrael, and Resand and shoved them all into one character, and then called them Cass for maximum confusion. confusion. Yes. Oh, but but sometimes Hawk because you know we got to have dual identities. Then I think that's that's what you would get. Like I can see yeah. vibes from all three of them, and then like maybe a hint of Tamlin first book. Tossed in there a bit just to confuse you a little bit more, and that's what you get. That's I'm when you totally get hot. I'm confused because I have no idea what you two are talking about. I know you guys can go back to Outlander. Outlander, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah. It, it, and so it seems like because Outlander gets very much into um, almost a level of torture porn. It says lazy bones, and it's a coffin. It's, it's a, a coffin. coffin, cat bed, or dog bed. I don't know. But it's, it's a pet bed, but yes. Dorian, get in the coffin. Oh, no. Oh. He's like, no. It's like, no, I want to be. But, yeah, it does, it, like, I, I hadn't made that connection, but, yeah, it does very much scream of that, like, weird, like... Torture porn. Torture porn. Yeah, I think they, they like did. it was explicit enough to be torture porn. No, it wasn't. Like, yeah. it had those undertones to me. Like, yeah. They... Like the writer wasn't willing I think to go it, there. I think it pulls from the whole. Cause I mean, keeping in mind this is a, this is part of this. Blue Box Press does romance style books. This is even if this is a fantasy romance, it does have strong romance. And I think there's a certain there are certain types of romance that regularly involve the heroine getting herself into a physically compromising situation that she has to be saved from. And I think that's where that came from is the whole caning is, is yeah the physically compromising situation. And we needed to prove that, you know, Hawk didn't want others to be violent towards him. He only wanted her violent to him. Yeah. Not, not, not others to her. <laughs> so, um, what did you guys think of Tawny? The maid. Yeah, no, maiden. I know exactly who you're talking about. They're not that maiden, she, but uh, yeah. She came across as a non-entity to me. Um, a little, you know, drank the Kool-Aid just a little too much. Um, was way too into it. Despite her obligated best friend being very so, questioning about what's coming up. 
I will say, because this is, this is something I've come across just in social media as this book is discussed, and this is one of the bigger flaws of this book that we should recognize just to recognize, is the fact that the only characters that are given dark skin are servants. Are servants. Because there's Tawny, even if she is her friend, she serves her, and then Kyrian has dark skin. Oh, and he's subs- he does, yeah. He's because she comments that his skin's almost the same color as Tawny's, and then there's the whole fact that you gave someone we- dark skin the name like, Tawny. How dark well, yeah. Are they? they- like, I couldn't figure it out from Tawny because sometimes it seemed like she was describing her as really dark, and then other times like more of like a lighter brown with like blonde hair. I don't, I don't or, like, know if she had. Brown hair? I, I, I don't know what her hair was supposed to look really like, um, to look like. but I, that's part of some people's problems is that this clearly was let's have diverse potential in here but not actually name it for what it is yeah. and then make them servant roles um, is, subservient is roles Kieran, 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 Kieran. Is, is he a servant? I, I mean I, like he seems to serve the prince yeah he's bonded like to Hawk bond so he and in, okay does the bonding get explained further? it does okay then we'll yes. just leave it at that yeah. because it's a further yeah. thing and I'd yeah. like to actually yeah 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 no I'll leave that beyond that this. but no I, I just wanted to take the time to address that it, it, that it is one of the flaws in this book is, is the only two characters that we are explicitly told have darker skin so I think it had there been editing because you, you, yeah. you, we've talked and there's been discussion that there probably wasn't a lot of editing done in this book as far as a professional editor coming in and saying, yeah, we need to address this and this. I think that that probably would have been addressed more to where, you know, if we're going to discuss skin tones, let's, let's make sure that we're seeing how it'd be yeah. seen and perceived. Right. I like Tawny. Um, I look forward to hopefully seeing more of Tawny talking from a first book perspective so you guys aren't trying it's to read like, into what I'm saying here. From a first read all the books. <laughs> no, 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 their books are still coming out. This is an ongoing series. There's three oh. books so far, but there are more coming out, and there's a, a subset series coming out as well. So at some point, we're going to have to wait for more books. Yes, you said you wanted that. Well, I meant, like, just spacing them out when we do read. <laughs> <laughs> just talking about the same characters. Like I can't week. wait here, Sarah. Yes, there is there is a <laughs> secondary series that ties in that comes out in November. And then next March-ish, the fourth book in this this section of the series comes out. Cool. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can maybe the next two books will in, suck. In what I April and or May we can revisit this, so it'll be very exciting. Yeah, it'll be very again, unless the other two to. books just suck ass and it's like, well, I hope I never read another book in that series. I have no comments. <laughs> You're like they do, but I'm not going to say anything. Um, but no, so I'd like to see Tawny come back. I hope that we get to see Tawny come back. Um, I'm pretty sure we will. It would seem weird. They made such a production of leaving her behind when they took off across the... <laughs> well, I mean, they killed everybody else who traveled with. I know, I'm like, gosh, she's like, I really want Tiny to come. And he's like, no, no you don't. No, no. I have to kill her too, man. Yeah, and, and yeah, they were slaughtering as they went. <laughs> oh my God. So them traveling that night when they are in the blood forest. Oh God. <laughs> I had such problems with that scene. Yeah, me too. Okay, but now on top of that, think about what problems you had and then realize that Kieran, Kieran was woven. 
Oh yeah, I he, mean, he, they, they, a human could tell what they were doing. <laughs> There's no way they weren't There's that no spaced way. out. They yeah. could hear their breathing. Yeah, oh, God, it's like no, thank you. It's like college well, all over okay. again. Your roommates bring someone back. When so they think you're sleeping. I no. finished. I'm sorry if you had that experience. <laughs> I didn't always have great roommates, so I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. Um, so I I finished it today. Yeah. Because this is an ongoing thing with me. But last night, I got past that scene. Mm -hmm. And it caused me such turmoil that I couldn't sleep last night. Were you just picturing people around you hearing everything you do? (laughs) Okay. So I was debating with myself whether I was going to actually talk about this. this, And I'm going to do it. Okay. So statistically, the number of women... Who the first time they're ever stimulated can actually have an orgasm is like zero. It's zero. And then over the clothing. I mean, that's not even a dry hump. That is over the clothing. How is he supposed to find the magic button that everyone is looking for through her pants? Thousands of years of experience and months of prolonged (laughs) need. Oh, sorry. Hundreds of years of experience and prolonged need heightening the desire. Oh, bite me. I am sorry. (laughs) Too many women have to work too damn hard to make that work. But to be told in this book that if it's the right man with the right knowledge, because for women, it's typically they have to teach themselves how to get there. It's not the right man with the right finger or the right dick or whatever. It's you teach your own body how to do this. And uh, so, yes, I found that offensive, I guess, is the word. I, I just I, snickered. I was like, it was like, yeah, and then it's clear. And then I was like, yeah, through my clothing. And I was like, I mean, if you need it, you need it. No, no. <laughs> she said literally, I guess my pants are thinner than I thought, thought. they were. <laughs> really? Was she wearing It's snowing. Pants? It's snowing. <laughs> you're in thin enough pants that you're going to get it off. Through those pants, but they're keeping you Actually, warm I don't in think the it snow. Was snowing yet? No, not, not yet. Forest. Yeah, for that blood forest. As it was cold. No, no. It she was, was talking stuff. constantly through as they were going through the blood forest. Sometimes there were little trickles of snow. But yeah, I yeah. It was after that night. Mm, like it was yeah, getting super I mean, cold. But so I like. Yes. She hadn't mentioned snow yet, so I didn't know how cold it was. It, but it was cold. It was cold. She yeah. needed his body heat yeah. to be warm. It's not like they're buried in snow. So, yeah. No, no. I didn't mean in snow. I just meant it's cold enough to snow. Well, at least it, they didn't do the whole. Oh, you'll be warmer if you take off all your clothes while we lay here. <laughs> you might as well. They, she, the writer, uh, the might, might as, as well. well. Um, and and then that will feed into what. My biggest complaint in this entire book. So we're just going to... What was your biggest complaint? Okay, so... And I actually looked it up because I thought maybe I just didn't remember it. Okay, so we're going to set the scene. They're in the garden or whatever it was. They're under the willow tree. Yes. They find the benches. He sits down. Okay, so he's sitting on a bench. And he pulls her over and puts him... Puts her on his lap. Yeah. So she's her ass is on his lap. Yes. Sorry about the slapping of the hand. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> and he was so much taller. This is a quote, by the way. He was so much taller. Even sitting as straight as I was, my head still didn't reach his chin. Well, I missed that description. Oh yeah. Holy shit! That makes her toddler size. 
I almost made my husband sit down and me sit in his lap so I could, and mind you, my husband's six foot three. This man is supposedly so tall that if she's sitting straight backed on his lap. Except for the fact that remember when they get to the town and she needs new pants, they, 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 he hints that he had to go find children's pants for her to fit. So I think she's supposed to be like, right. Okay. Maybe five foot. Right. So let's go to the end of my complaint on this later on. And I didn't look this one mm-hmm. up because I would have had to have dug way too deep. They're standing and hugging and he supposedly rests his chin on her head. That's, you know how stupid ass he would look if he's punched down so that he could rest his <laughs> My chin. little puppy. <laughs> it was, and, and that's to me, that's, it's a quirk, uh, um, quirk isn't the right word. A pet peeve I have with writers. If you don't physically imagine what you're writing, mm-hmm. then you're not writing well. Yeah, well, and it, it it does lend to that tendency where it's women are magically small and tiny, and and then well, men yeah. are big and brawny, but we fit perfectly together, and it's like. But mm-hmm. but it, that also goes to you talked about it in the beginning of this. She's supposed to be plus size, but she's yeah. five fucking feet tall. Uh, I, uh, if she, I don't even think she could be five feet tall. Do the measurements. I almost did the. I almost literally went and measured. I mean, this. you're five foot five. Maybe he just has a really strangely long torso. Okay, my husband also has a strangely <laughs> long torso. So you're five foot five. So you have less than a foot between the top of your head, right, and the top of Dad's head. So that's that's less than a foot difference. Right, right. and he has never in his life rested his chin on my head. Okay, well, he would look I'm, stupid doing it. I'm five foot three. I've had significant others that have been about six foot and they could rest their head on my chin or their chin yeah. on my head. Right. I don't but know that they could do it sitting. I don't know. No. I don't. <laughs> she doesn't reach his chin. This is my point. Yeah, no, I know. But she's not. <laughs> We're talking toddler size. She would have to be toddler size to fit in that space and him not. And then, it, it, you know, at some points, he's holding her, and she's a, this toddler-sized woman who doesn't actually reach his chin, but she can feel his breath on her cheek. I'm just like... No, there's definitely think, some, some spatial awareness that is oh, not going on. Think of, uh, if you don't spend the time in your writing to visualize what you're describing yeah. in detail and think about this, this character is this tall, and if she's sitting on his legs, and we're talking his legs, so he, there's space, and then she's... Got her butt, and there's you know, she. If she can't reach his chin, she is a toddler. She's a toddler. Yeah, I mean, I we mean, she we. Might be younger than it sounds really yeah. creepy. We would have to go find a small child of a five foot esque height and have them sit on dad's lap to comparison, <laughs> and that just sounds wrong. I know, and that's why I didn't. Yeah. I didn't actually do measurements because I was I was gonna go in there and I was gonna measure from <laughs> his lap to his chin to find out how many inches that was. Because yeah. I'm sorry that 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 is not a a man's chest. His torso is yes. Yeah. Men are big. They're not that big. No, yeah, no, Unless it's definitely this man is absolutely fucking massive, and yet I mean... then he can rest his chin on her head. So that was my biggest pet peeve, and it threw off all of the sex scenes for me because you're imagining <laughs> a, a shorter stature person and the dynamics of that, like yeah, when they actually have sex, they... yeah. 
I'm sorry, you're either kissing or things are happening downtown. Downtown! You can't do both unless he's all hunched over creepily on her, and that's just... Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We're gonna move beyond this very weird weird I'm conversation sorry. that hopefully offends no one. Hopefully offends no one. It, it might okay, so why this is important. It lends to slightly poor writing. Yeah, yeah. So it, it definitely there are times where the descriptions don't match up. It's not that someone can't be that small with someone that tall. It's that the realisticness of that how those descriptions are then made in right. this book, yes. where one minute she's so small she can tuck under his chin, and then the next minute they're standing up and he's just resting his chin, yeah. and no one's like, like, yeah. it's it's not like a, like a weird like, ah! <laughs> you are mine possession sort of thing. Um, definitely is is a little bit wonky in the writing. Um, however, I don't I don't think it, this is essentially a romance book, even if it's a fantasy book, and I don't I think people like to have particular romantic descriptions, even if, like, it's not practical. You know what you need to do? You need to watch the Kissing Booth books or movies on Netflix. You need to watch those books. <laughs> those books. Those movies. Because Joey King is tiny, and then they, they this guy is, like, tall. I'm um, so sorry that I dropped my phone on your cat. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... There, I that 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 might as well be. Other than Joey King is not plus I that might as well be Poppy and Hawk. Okay. Um, in terms I've of like, I've never heard of this, so I don't know what it, it is. It's a, oh, it's it's a romance show, but movie on Netflix. It's, it's a movie teen, or a TV show. Three movies, teen oh. movies, yeah, but like that will not happen. <laughs> the size dynamic is about what you're describing, but it does look kind of silly. Yeah. So. Yeah, and yeah, but again, th this was my evaluation of her writing. This yeah. Is, However, the thing that she writes fantastically, unbelievably well... The sex scenes. No. <laughs> dialogue. She dialogue. writes amazing dialogue. I do enjoy her dialogue, and it's it's never too much or too little. Is that a book on there? That is a book on there. It is. It's, it's actually this book. If you want to hand it to me, just because oh I want the cats. If I fall over, I apologize. I mean, I think no, we should apologize. Fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I always find the the dialogue entertaining, and it's it's just modern enough without being too modern. There were lines that popped out. It's like yeah. really, but, yeah, yeah. But we've talked about in the past in books where the 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 snappy banter doesn't really work. This for me worked. It, yeah, it worked really well, mostly because it was both ways. There wasn't one of them being smarter than the <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah. And, you know, proving how much better they were than the other because they had all the... the Just you wait. Carrie and Banter comes up and that's even better. It was hinted at in this one when he went into the bathroom. Into, into the oh, bathroom, God. The bathing room. <laughs> room. Bathing room. It gets better. Oh, I can. Good. I will tell you guys unequivocally, their banter, Poppy and Kieran's banter, gets even better. <laughs> it's like, I want more Kieran, but then the more a character appears in the book the more chances there are for them to get killed. So it's like, oh. <laughs> um, So I got to the end of this book, and the one thing that I kept thinking about is how the hell is she wandering around with a dagger strapped to her leg that is big enough to, like, kill everything in sight? Kill everything in sight. And I want to know why as we as a society as women have not just adapted this whole, like, every fantasy book, the main female character, she's magically got a dagger strapped to her, her leg. Yeah, but is it strapped to your leg, Sarah? Well, no, I have a pocket. How many inches is that? Uh, enough to be legal. 
Enough to be legal. Right, but <laughs> not know, too long to be okay, legal. Okay, so I was on a jury, and a guy went was found guilty yeah, no, because it's a story. fixed blade. So, you know, be careful. Um, Don't have but, it open when the police strap you to the ground. Or okay, knock okay, ground. okay, not going to discuss this because I'm going to have to worry about editing this. So we're going to move on from that. But, okay. but like... The number of fantasy books where women all have daggers strapped to their legs. I either want us as a society to adapt that and I'd like to just trap a, a dagger to my leg at all times because I think that'd be cool. But well, I also that can't... That would be illegal, though. It needs yeah, to be able yeah. to close. I... Sorry. That's what I was just or talking about. Or sheath. A nice good sheath. So, no, but it's still it's a fixed blade. Not legally speaking. <laughs> I'm talking about what I want as a desire to be able to strap a dagger to saying. my leg and constantly have it there. Everyday well, you know, if men don't start growing up and assuming that they can do whatever they want with women's bodies, it, it should become legal for us to be able to defend ourselves on that level. But I just, then we would like, have practicality, to, like, yeah. I'm just imagining it fully. I, I don't know how any of these women keep these actually strapped to their hips. Gun. Well, no, or it, their thighs. Okay, it's not just strapped to the thigh. It has to be around the waist. Too. But this, she's hiding this under dresses. This is just strapped to her thigh. Why are you it doesn't like slip down. That's what I'm saying. It's like it has to be around her waist too. It ha- they're, they're, I don't think the fantasy writers think about that though, because know, they always well, help put again. them in like really like, slinky dresses. Daggers up sleeves. How do those work? Not sure. Like, do you do actually? You I just watched a or... TikTok where a guy was like, Hoom. "But no, they're strapped onto your arm, and and it's it's triggered, and the and just way like you blades slide down, yeah, so you can grab yeah, it. yeah. So it's it's there, and then but no, you it typically it stays attached to the arm. So you you so it's like you do a Spider Man, Spider Man, that extends the blade the part, and then I'm a, maybe you could then grab it, but it's going to be strapped to your arm. It okay. doesn't I release like, I would hope it. you could grab it so you're not just like, oh, oh. No, <laughs> I, I think you're doing that. I don't know. I, You know what? I, If we had anybody that actually listened to this, I bet we could get responses on that. But yeah, I, I actually watched it and the guy was like, yes, he was doing that with his arm. His arm oh, was so weird. But yes, out. I would like it to be legal <laughs> for like, thigh daggers. Focus. focus. I don't know how practical it would be. It seems like it would be highly impractical. I mean, is it under the clothing or over? Under. It's under because, the like, if you're wearing jeans, it's like. Well, oh, then yeah, I'd assume you'd wear it <laughs> over. <laughs> Excuse me, I need to retrieve my dagger, so I'm gonna Pause drop my pants. You attack me. I need to get my dagger. No, I'd assume under um, pants. It'd be above the pants, but under skirts. Okay, I just. Well, need... she, that was a weird noise that just came out of me. <laughs> she constantly described that she was in a cloak of some sort. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I got the impression that it was accessible. At well, least. and she only she had only one pair of pants. Otherwise, she was always wearing a dress. Yeah. So. Um, there oh was God. the scene where she actually hiked up her dress, and they're all like, like, "What the hell is going <laughs> on here?" <laughs> Pulling out the dagger. Uh, <laughs> so you know, it just makes me think of uh, just a while ago. I saw someone who was like, "Why?" Why is it women have been wearing dresses all along when it's more practical for men and all of their dangly bits that they should be wearing dresses? And I'm like, because it wasn't about easy access for them. It was for them to have easy access to women, whether women wanted it or not. Yeah. Well, um, then why not dresses for everyone? Actually, you would think there that was a period of time. time. When that was a thing. They're called That's, togas. <laughs> and uh, a lot of men in the Middle East wear, they're not dresses, but it's... Um, a looser fit yeah. clothing. Um, yeah but yeah (laughs) i had someone i saw someone who was like why why were men not wearing dresses all along when pants are more practical on women it's like 
It's not about self-practicality. It's ease of access to the other. Yeah. And don't give them pockets, because we can't have them carrying their own shit. Carrying those knives. Yeah. (laughs) That was another thing I was seeing is men recently, like, you guys weren't kidding that women, anytime you give them pockets, they'd get excited. They're like, my girlfriend, I got her a dress. And she put it on, and then she came out, and it had pockets. Oh, awesome. (laughs) And she was screaming up to high heaven, and I thought it was because the dress was fantastic. And she's like, oh, no, I hate the dress, but it has pockets! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, hey, women, universally, we look at each other, we see each other in dresses, and it's like, but does it have pockets? Yes, it does. Just hide pockets yes. all around. <laughs> Just like a bunch of pockets. All pockets. Um, I like the trend with, like, leggings and pants and dresses. I think that's that's... The best. I don't know why we have to have bare legs under Ugh. dresses. It's just or uncomfortable. stockings. Yeah. Nylon. <laughs> Nylons are the worst. Don't even start. They just rip. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing, Sarah? I'm cuddling. cutting a cut. Okay. Cuddling. Mercy. He looks very uncertain about no, this. His, t- his feet are literally. Oh, know, is he, he making air biscuits? He's making biscuits. He's right. happy. <laughs> are you kidding? He loves to be loved. <laughs> um, Needy little monster. Okay, so we have discussed the blood forest. Mm-hmm. We have, oh, I guess the right. What did you guys think of the right sequence? Remind me. The party. The party, oh, and then her the ripping the Lord apart. Uh, again. Uh, yeah, uh, Game of Thrones and... The, 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 the Red Wedding. The Red Wedding. I'm like, well, this takes the Red Wedding and just puts it in a whole new perspective. Um, and then I, you know, I finally got to the point where I looked up when this was published, and every single thing that I... Oh, yeah, after it, because it just, it was only published a a little over, yeah, a year and a half ago. Um, And she writes fast, because there are already two other books. Oh, yeah, she is prolific. I looked at the list. she does have a lot. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God, her list is tremendous. That was actually one of the things when I opened the book. I was like, okay, so she probably knows what she's doing, more or less. Um, Because I know, like, Raven's Dark, I think, was the first book. Mm -hmm. No. No. Oh, she had, like, one other book, I think. Yeah, that person. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. And then Jeannie and whatever was one. Those first, first person. Per- yeah, so first I feel like book. we've done a lot of first books. Yeah, um, no. This is this is this person's been doing quite a bit, quite a while, uh, significantly in the romance. Um, this was, I think, one of the first fantasy. She's done an so urban fantasy, but not a fantasy. She, because I looked on Wikipedia, so mm-hmm. it must be true. Supposedly, yeah. she wrote her first novel. In high school, mm-hmm. and all but two of everything she has written have been published in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, but she's—we—I I can't remember what we talked about this, but she yeah. doesn't. She self-publishes some of her stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. She's she she crosses genres and she crosses the, the weird the the current trend of where they'll possibly edit themselves, hire people to edit, but they aren't part of a publishing company instead what the publishing company does so in this case uh blue box print they handle the marketing right they don't handle what the final book looks like they help with the media campaigns and the cross collaboration with other authors and other and other such things like that but they're not big enough that they're doing the editing themselves so lord knows we don't want to pay editors to actually make books yeah um 
and address size differences between people. Um, but considering this is, I'm not a huge fan of self-published. I don't hate it. I've read more of it recently than I thought I had. Um, but this isn't too bad for a self-published book. Yeah. It, it, it's pretty, I mean, there's probably about a, a hundred pages that could have been, like, cropped out of this due to sizing. Yeah. That wouldn't have lessened the story. But at the same time, I, at least I know, well, the first time I read this, I read it in 24 hours. I started it and didn't put it down. So it keeps your attention. Um, but it still could have, like, lost about, like. I was, towards the end, I was, well, especially when the sex scenes just kept going on and on and on and on. I was, I was flipping through to get because I wanted to finish before we did this, and yeah, I was I was getting bogged down with the repetitiveness of the sex scenes. They were a bit repetitive. They progressed, but they were a bit repetitive. Yeah. Come on in. Hi. So we were disrupted. However, we did figure out the height thing. <laughs> no, we didn't. I don't think he understood what we were saying. Okay, well, we were testing the height thing because Martin, who has been on here before, is over six foot three, um, and previously had a significant other who was around five foot three. And as far as he can recall, he can maybe tuck her under his chin. Tuck her under his chin if she's sitting on his lap. Yeah, um, I, I I would counter that with she was most definitively, meaning Martin's girlfriend, a former girlfriend, was not plus size. No. So you gotta count in the butt fat and the leg fat sitting on his. So it just squishies. No, it doesn't just squishies. You're gonna sit higher. So anyway, I I'll, I'll let go of it. It's fine. So like maybe her lower half is super skinny though, and like it's just the upper half. It could be. It could be. She would look funny, but it could be. Okay, I can't remember what we were talking about before that remember. though. It's all right. Let's move on. What what else can we talk? Oh, we were talking about the right. Yeah, oh, we were yeah. talking about the blood wedding and, and the self- red wedding <laughs> and self publishing. Shame. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I thought the right I thought the right scene was interesting. Um, yeah, cool. I knew that that the the Duke was going to be dead. I I and I knew that Hawk did it. That that was not even a mystery. Um, but man, when she went after the 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 Lord. Lord. Dang. So you, because you read that and you had a theory, so tell me what your theory is about her. Oh, I don't remember. What theory did I say? As to what she is. Oh, I think she's Atlantean. Okay. But they already established that she was at least half Atlantean. Yeah, but she was halfway through the book and she hadn't. Yeah, yeah. And so at that point I thought she was Atlantean. I'm actually annoyed that she's only half Atlantean. I thought that was. I thought that was weird. I thought it was kind of a cop out. I, I would much well, rather. I know. Face, can't say face. anything. I would much. <laughs> I thought because he kept referring to her as princess. I yeah. really thought it was going to pan out that she yeah, I was. He knew. Yeah, I thought it was going to pan out that she was a, a missing princess, and he knew all along. Fortunately, not his sister. At least. That was yeah. Her. Well, I'm like, and that's where I was going, and, and so I kind of thought maybe that something <laughs> was going on with her parents, and that they were both. Atlantean. I can't say I can't say anything. But then, yeah, like the brother that she's never seen, I was like, yeah. well, then what happened with him? But then right. he's like, oh no, we know he descended. So it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, we're watching him. Do? We've been spying on him all this time. It's like, do you have spies at Is it her? Is that the actual brother? Yeah. Like what? Well, he did kind of imply that they weren't full-blooded brother yeah. and sister at the end. Well, so I mean, that would have to be the case if she's a half Atlantean and. Her brother yeah. ascended if he did. Uh, and and I'm 
intrigued by the fact that we don't know. I know. We don't know which of her parents is what. They yeah. didn't ever actually address it. They they kind of implied that there's a bit. And I'm like, okay, she loved these parents so much. Which one of them cheated with somebody else? Did yeah. Because, oh, she goes on and on oh, about right, how, much, right, yeah. how much her parents loved each other and and she felt so bad for her brother because he doesn't get to have that love. So it's so funny because I know most people who are going to be listening to this are going to be like me. And they're going to know that. Yeah. Know. Yeah. And listening to you guys theorizing about it. And I'm like, I can't say anything. But that's what's kind of fun about this. Yeah. If yeah. people listen to it, they'll be like, yeah, oh. Don't laugh. Silly we, we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, we haven't read it yet. <laughs> that's where I'm like, come, let me hear your theories. <laughs> but, but yeah. Okay. So based on the look on your face, I think we're going to find out she's full Atlantean. At a later date. Or she's half of something else. I don't know what. Maybe she's half woven. I don't think so. (laughs) That would be. Were her eyes blue? They were green. Okay. It's like you mix gold and blue. I mean, you get yellow and blue and you get green. Yeah. (laughs) Typically, to get green eyes, you have a mixture of. No, to get amber eyes. Amber colored eyes. You get you do a mixture of brown and green, but yeah. So what other theories do you guys have? Because I, I mean oh. I can't give theories because I've I've read ahead. So theories. what other theories do you have? Because this is fun. We haven't actually had a book where we can like where you can look at us mockingly as we <laughs> as I grin at your guys' ideas. But no, like where we can theorize. So so here okay because I got to go back to my comparing things and I was trying to figure out where the comparison was with Kieran. And I got it. It's uh, Outlander, and it's um, Jamie and what's his oh, name? Oh yeah. yeah, what's yeah. his name? Yeah, yeah. I can't I think of his name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, okay. So what this all comes down to to me, and again, I like this book. I like yeah. this book a lot. It's very fan fictiony to me. Yeah, it was very easy to read. Yes, but it's like I like reading. Fan but I mean, fan so fictiony like... in that it drew from a bunch of different oh. stories yeah. and yeah. kind of created their own version of. But I don't hate it. There's some, no. sometimes I read that sort of thing, and it's like, oh my god, yeah, like it's um, like a really bad like ripoff, and it's like, like um, what's on. the big one? The Cassandra Clare, Cassandra, Clare books. What? Are, I don't know what that is. Title? Yeah, because that name sounds familiar. Shadow Hunters. What is it? Oh, I did read those. Uh, well, the going understanding is that it was like Harry Potter fanfic that they adapted, but it was like Ginny and Ron. Ew. Yeah. Um, so those books are weird. They're beloved, but they're weird. Um, and then Fifty Shades of Grey on Twilight. On Twilight. And then there's, um, the Arab... Mm, the dragon series. Yeah, Aragon. Ar- Aragon, that is just an absolute ripoff of all of the Anne McCaffrey dragon stories. So. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. But add in, like, Lord of the Rings and yeah, a dash think, of... Like um, Lord of the Rings with he, I think the writer even read it. But I guess admits. they did. He and I think there's even some Elstone of Shannara going on in there, yeah. too. Bonding the telepath. I guess yeah. I can see it there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this book is definitely, like, taking elements of fantasy. So I think... And I, I think... Uh, Court of Thorns and Roses heavily leans into this. Even uh, uh, Throne of Glass. Um, because at the time, I think they were friends. I don't know that they're friends. In fact, I think in the beginning of this book, it. I think in the acknowledgments, she thanks Sarah J. Mass. 
Was she? I don't remember. Is this the one you were telling me about that became a, a mysterious? No, 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 that's a different oh, okay. one. Okay. Yeah, thank you to Sarah J. Mass for your support. I'll try not to be creepily pet your hair the next time I see you. Oh, okay. So, there's clearly Court of Thorns of Roses and the other series influence going on in this. Um, and I, I think, in return, we ended up and with why a... why she still name her character Castile and call him Cass for short? Probably because Cassian is, that, is her favorite character in... Ah, uh, she could make it less obvious. <laughs> Okay, so I'm glad that there's another source on that because I was totally going supernatural on that. I, no, I, no, 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 okay. yeah, it's probably it's source. probably okay. a reference to Cassian. In... Because none of the rest of it was was supernatural fanfic. So no, no. But I'm like, why Cass? But yeah, it, it's because Cassian. It. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And why Castiel feels like Reese and Cassian yeah. and Asriel all mashed up into right. one. Alrighty, that makes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they were were friends. I don't know if they still are friends because uh, there are issues with Sarah J. Mass's friendships with authors on a regular basis um, that I don't have enough information on to like fully go into. But yeah, um, but as far as this type of writing goes, as far as um, if it's if it's fan fiction writing, it's it's exceptionally good. She's yeah. she's clearly a very good writer. Um, she needs a better editor or an editor, depending on how you look at it. And she needs to envision what she's actually writing. <laughs> I'm not letting it go. I'm sorry. <laughs> she needs to get like little figures, like little. Okay, so I know people, figures. and I have written fan fiction myself. And dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. We're leaving it at that. I will never mention it again, <laughs> or I'll mention it again, but never tell. Um, and and I know that they'll actually act out scenes themselves and try to visualize if it if it can be done and i think she's done that with the fighting because yeah. i think she writes the fighting very well i think she goes a little too uh romanticized in, in the sex well you know people don't want reality sex they want romantic sex yeah i mean the sex scenes you can just copy and paste from anyone's story ever cause it's always the same well it is thing. i mean sex can only be done so many ways so, you kind of kind of gotta go with it Hi, Danny. Meow. You didn't. No, no meows. Meow. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, so are you guys excited for the next book then? Yes. Where yeah. do you think it's going to go? I know I keep trying to push you guys towards the theories. Everyone like... will die and we'll just start with a new Okay, cast. so th- then I'll go into the one thing I absolutely hated about mm-hmm. this book. Mm-hmm. Other than the size difference? Yes. The inconsistent size difference? Yes. yes. Yeah. I hated that he got to the end and declared oh, to everyone, getting we're getting married. It's like, dude, oh, this, this is, woman has this serious is choice issues because she's never been given a choice in her life and you're not even going to ask her if you can marry her before you declare it to everyone. But it's a cliffhanger. No, it was, no. Yeah, the next book will just open with her, like, slapping him. Yeah, and maybe it does, and I hope it does. I hope she stabs him in the heart yeah. with that fucking dagger again. Oh, but it's that would turn him on. No, I know, I know, and then they're going to do it just on the table. Just stab him in the watch. Can't really get turned on from that there. But yeah, no, that... No, no, Atlanteans heal rapidly. I know that. I said so, moment. moment there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, it would take, um, like, 30 seconds or so. I don't, I don't know the healing rate. I don't know. I don't know if it depends on, like, body part. I'm sure actually, it depends on level of damage he, or... He actually said that because it took him a little bit longer the one time she stabbed him in the heart because she stabbed him in the, the heart. heart. Yeah. So it took a little while. Well, maybe if she lopped it off and had to grow back, it would give her more time. Do they grow back? 
that oh. would be interesting to find out. The one I think no because um, the one guy Jericho lost his, lost his hand and it never grew back. So however, if she takes however, off his penis, it's gone. <laughs> however, Jericho was being punished by another Atlantean who knows how Atlantean biology works, yeah, not so someone accidentally just, like, lopping off his off hand the stump yeah. or something and just kept it from healing into a hand so it just feels like skin heals over. Yeah, I don't know. So would she then have to wrap his crotch so his penis wouldn't well, no, regrow? She lops it off and then she I'm like I'm sure he off. would just be happy to help her achieve orgasm and not even care about the fact that he couldn't have sex again. I, this is one of our weirder conversations, I will well, say. this is the first time we've gone into serious sex in any of these books. Yeah, that is true. That is true. true. And, um, and we're never claimed to be a PG podcast. So. No. Maybe Spoiler alert, we're not PG, yeah, in case, you know, do all a the little kids disclaimer at the beginning of this one of, you know, no. this is most definitely, yeah. no. I don't no, know what age plus, you figure out the age plus, because, <laughs> I mean, why would beep, beep. a kid be beep, beep. watching a podcast on a... I don't, you don't, you don't beep, beep. To Okay, now we're recording again. So you don't have a lot of projections. No, I don't, I don't, uh... So do you think they're going to make it to the Atlantean Kingdom? Well, yeah, we've got to be exposed to that kingdom, so it's got to happen okay. at some point. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what what do you think that's going to be like? Or no idea. Well, it'll be underwater. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah yeah. The, the, so the similarity be... to other kingdoms and world or cities that irritated me a little bit. It's like yeah, just, Macedonia. Just, like, yeah, okay. yeah. Just make up new words. It's like Ravenous Dark, where she like had everything Greek themed. Yeah, for no real reason. Exactly. <laughs> like other than you know, it's kind of one of those things in fantasy writing that. Writers it helps get mocked for is making up these random words that nobody can pronounce. So they they rely on things that people are familiar with in order to fill in that, the gaps. And then you don't actually tie it to any of the things that exactly it is. It's the, like the yeah. So I will say because this is to, to like make your guys' brains turn. Everything that happens in the next two books has been foreshadowed in this book, having gone back it, and read that it. Doesn't that doesn't surprise me? Even you mentioned that, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't surprise me, and I don't think. I but don't think anything's gonna. Su- Surprise me. But it's very, books. very obscure foreshadowing. Well, very obscure. If we're, like, the most com- the, the most obvious one would be um, him referring to her as princess. I don't think there's any foreshadowing in that. I think we're going to find out she's a princess. Of Well, there's foreshadowing in it, but I, I it's not surprising foreshadowing. Um, whether he knows or not, that that's that's the debate I have at, that, at this point. Mm. God, just if that's the case, again... Let it not be that they are siblings or oh, no. in any way related. I blood. Oh, yeah, I haven't even thought about that. I can assure you, they're not related by blood. Okay, good. Okay, that good. Would be just to, to ease that concern, <laughs> they are not related by blood. Good. So we're not going into that obsession of writing the incest. No. Is that an obsession? Oh yes. Oh. Also, I will alleviate this for you. Game of Thrones. Uh, she's she's not a princess. Really? I don't believe you. Oh, you think I'm red herring this? That I'm, I'm telling you falsehoods <laughs> to trick you? Why would you ruin that for me? I I was totally expecting it. Now I'm disappointed. I'm sorry. I mean, she'll become a princess. Well, yeah, because she's gonna marry him. <laughs> and then isn't the... well, she could marry the other brother. Well, if she was gonna become royalty, yeah, that he's still alive. Um, and weird. then the. Third book is called The War of Two Queens, right? No, that's the fourth book. That's the fourth book. Yeah. So, 
clearly she becomes a queen at some point because she clearly has to. Or maybe there's two unrelated characters we haven't met yet. <laughs> I mean, there there have been a mention of two queens yeah. in this book. Right, but if you start with a war of two kings, which is referenced ad nauseum in there. Oh, right, I forgot about that. Yeah. And then we end the, well, I don't know if we're ending the series, but... The next we, book is The War of Two Queens. Queens. But you're assuming that, that she's one of the queens. I am assuming she's one of the but queens. But we've already you been told two know. queens. Yeah, we've been told the queen that run, rules their country, and then uh, oh, Castile's yeah. mother yeah, is yeah, a queen. Yeah, she has two books to die, so, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or, yeah. or... She's a queen, and then it's just her versus Castile's mom, because Castile's mom doesn't approve of her. There's that. There's that. I'm sorry. I, I, I think it's pretty clear that she is going to be the queen that is warring against she's the like one that was that nurtured her when she was a child. <laughs> just watching the other two queens yeah. fight the whole book. It's just... <laughs> it's something happened in the background. Doesn't really but, yeah, so that's all I'll say is, is that just about everything that happens in the next two books is foreshadowed in this book, even if we're not given the full details on it. Cool. So, with that, we will... (laughs) (laughs) She says stop, Mom. (laughs) We will go into our ratings. So... I'm just gonna wonder what the hell that just was. Sorry, the cat was <laughs> the cat was sitting on my um, reading we, journal. We are currently in the cat room. Yes, and, and, and so she wouldn't get off. So on a scale of one to five. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> Sorry. The delayed response makes it even better. Um, Daenerys. <laughs> That's no, nice. She doesn't get chicken. Daenerys, that would kill you. It would, it but would, she does literally. not know this. Um, so on a scale of one to five, what is your guys' rating for how exciting this book was? I gave it a four. A four? I gave it a five. I okay. was intrigued. I, I read it in two days. So. Yeah. I gave it a five, too. Oh! Three. So I usually listen. Good God. Now we have Drogo chasing Daenerys around. Just like you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, and then ease of reading a one through five. What five. was yours? Oh, oh, mine was a five. I okay. found it was exciting. I read it okay. at 24 hours okay. the first time. Yeah, still have yeah, to I read, be forthcoming. Yeah. I read mine, you know, over a week, so. I thought it was hey, could exciting, you not wind up the cat? <laughs> Amberly, we are recording a podcast. She knows. Yeah, shush. Come on. Ease of reading. Five. 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 Yeah, same. There was a lot of dialogue, so it was easy to get through. Yep. Yeah. Uh, emotional reaction. I gave it a five. Me too. Yeah, I was... I gave it a four. Okay, fair. And then what was your overall rating, Sarah? Uh, four. Kim? I gave it a three and a half. I like how you gave it like higher <laughs> scores. scores. Oh, no, the reading was... No, it... What? I don't think your overall understanding of the book is necessarily Can you hand that to just okay, there we go. Oh uh, no, here, hand it to me real quick. Um But anyway, I don't think that ease of reading, uh excitement and So why did you only give it a three point five then? You didn't hear all the things I was criticizing. Oh fair, fair, okay, okay. <laughs> and and honestly it probably would have gotten to a four until he declared that they were getting married without asking. It's like <laughs> How, how could this, this, oh, Jesus. how could 
this character interact with her through that entire book the way he did and he was all about her choices and then he declares that was such a it was a 180 yeah it's like maybe maybe the first line in the book will be like just kidding and then, and then I'll come in here and I will in, fill in the rest of my, my four. Let's see here. I, I can find out for you if that's the first line. Give me just a moment. I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not. I'm going to say it's not, too. Uh, is this supposed to open for Grogo? Yes, that's yeah. Grogo. Uh, oh, but it's, can you pull it forward a little bit? Because it's getting stuck. There we go. I thought you said it was Dorian, so I was like, no. No, it's, is it's, over, it's there. over there. I'm just getting cat names mixed up. So I did, I, I do have to say, I was very confused by the, all the rules. So, the Atlanteans can feed from each other, but there's a rule that they can't. They can't turn mortals. I I don't know. I was confused by the list of rules. Again, I was power reading at that point. So, well, the Ascended can only make vampires or Craven. They can't make other vampires. They can only make Craven or kill someone if they drain them completely. And you have to go through the ascension, and you, and they need an Atlantean order yeah, to make the van- them vampires. Because the ascended can't make other ascended. Right. They are just byproducts. And so of they have Atlanteans. them. They have them captured. And Atlanteans can't accidentally okay. make vampires. And and did I understand that when they do the process of the ascension? Seems like there's some sexy stuff. There's going sexy on. stuff going on in that too. Am I Which am is, I am I catching God, I that? Hope not, but I do believe that that was implied. Like and, 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 more involved. and then. And, and this is not a judgment thing here, but they only have the one Atlantean that does it. He's male, so that means the males that are ascended, uh, ascended, ascended, um, ascended, <laughs> are having male sexy times. Is that why they want the female so that they can have some female sexy times? <laughs> so the to the first okay. few, like three lines of the next book are: we go home to marry my princess, as in get married. To him? Suddenly I thought of all those girlish fantasies I'd had before I learned who I was and was expected of me. Daydreams given before, given life because of the love my parents had for one another. So yeah. we didn't say just kidding. Never okay. once did those little girl dreams include a proposal that wasn't remotely an actual proposal. Nor do they did they incorporate it being announced at a table full of strangers, half of which wanted me dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's she's totally cool with it. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Well, we know it's gonna happen. She's just gonna Whether she's herself cool with table. it or not, it's going to happen. <laughs> Again, she could just laugh it off. <laughs> All right. Your animals are driving me nuts. We are almost done. Okay. Almost there. So, on that note, our next episode is going to be a kingdom of flesh and fire. I was scratching my neck. You know, you're like, that you look like <laughs> you look like well, I was laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but I was also scratching my neck just because. And then after that will be a crown of gilded bones. And then next year we'll do queen and whatever. Queen, uh, the queens at war. Two yeah, queens two, fighting. Yeah, two, two queens, queens of war. of two queens. War of two queens, yes. War of the um, Well, and then there's the book that comes out in November. But just letting everyone know our next episode is the next book in this series. 
Our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Bile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter.